Okay, good morning. Masechet Baba Kama Daf Mem. I haven't been mentioning, but that Shir the whole week has been broadcast from Jerusalem. And dedicate Shir this morning, Louis Shmot, when he's died in this war, to him should be healed, including Avner Ben Sigal. That's Ofer Avidan's son. His home now was released yesterday in a wheelchair. Not a shrapnel in his body, but he'll be fine. And the Chatufim. I heard as well yesterday that there was a battle for Khatvim that they apparently discovered where the Khatvim were. Was talk yesterday and there was a big battle to try and get them out, but nothing came onto the news, I'm not sure why. Please God, all our soldiers will be successful, which we must liach in this war as quickly as possible. So we're in the middle of a machloket over here, understanding a machloket or a potential machloket. We saw a brighter. And the brighter says, Shor Kheresh, Shot of a Katla Shinagach. So if a, a if an ox they belong to one of these guys that had died, God. So Rabbi Yaakov, so the brides of Rabbi Yaakov, Rabbi Yaakov, Meshalem Chati Nezek. Rabbi Yaakov, in the end, we understood Rabbi Yaakov said you're going to pay Chati Nezek. And the question is, why is it Chati Nezek? Why isn't it Patrick completely? Right? Okay, so, so we saw they said Chati Nezek. So now, the question is, what are we speaking about? So we say, if it's a tam, it's Pasha, what's the chidush? Right, everyone pays chati nezik. If it's a muad, so then the question was, if they did a bit of shmirah, then why they chayv at all? If they didn't do any shmirah, so should we all the nezik, why chati nezik? So Ravis, we talk about a muad. This was the machlok. We assumed it was a tam, Ravis said that was a muad. Okay, so that's really important to understand what's going on over here. Then we said, that what's the situation? We had a machlok over here. In the first stage, we said that Rav says what? That when it comes to a, to a tam, so this with the muad, sorry, that lower level shmirah. In other words, if you did, if you took the necessary precautions and normal circumstances, and didn't expect for abnormal circumstances, so that's called shmirah. If that's called shmirah, then everybody's happy. That was number one. Then we said that Rabbi Yehuda also says that the tzad tamut always remains, even when it becomes a muad, it becomes a, a, a tam plus, right? And therefore, there's two parts to the payment. And the third thing we said was, that he agrees with Rabbi, that with, uh, with the Chachamim, that you would appoint an apotropos on the tam. So for the muad, they wouldn't be responsible at all, to only be the apotropos would pay for the tam, and therefore they haven't got, they haven't got diet, these guys, but they're still responsible for the tam side of it because you'd appoint an apotropos to deal with the tam. The more they wouldn't be responsible for. And that's what only paid half. Then we came along and we said, no, Abayah said, uh, that's, that's, that's how we understood it at the time. Came along Abayah and said, said, no. Then we came along Abayah said, there's a machloket. And then we explained it differently. What do we say? We said that Rabbi Yehuda agrees that, that Rabbi Yaakov agrees to Rabbi Yehuda on one side with regards to the side of the Tamut. Therefore, there's Tam. He doesn't agree with Rabbi Yehuda, even though the Gemara says Rabbi Yehuda, but I think it's actually Chachamim, because it was Chachamim in the first case who says that we don't appoint an apotropos. And therefore, the, 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 the half on the Muad and not on the Tam. So those are the two ways of understanding uh, Rabbi Yehuda ben Yaakov at the moment. So now we got up to, then the Gemara said, but what about, isn't, is there, isn't there a machloket? And we said, no, it's not a machloket, it's just explaining. It was only explaining 
the Rabbi Yaakov is explaining Rabbi Yehuda is not a machlokus. The Gemara is like this. Now we pick up Rabbi on the third last line. Amalei Rabbi Achav bar Abaya le Rabina bishlobe la Abaya dama pligi shapim. If we say that Abaya, who says it's a machlokus between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yaakov, then we understand what the story is because he's cholek with Rabbi Yaakov on whether we appoint an apotropos or not. And he says that we that we that we appoint up a trap. Rabbi Yudas says, right? Rabbi Yudas says that uh, that the tamut it stays in its place, and he argues about putting an apotropus. Rabbi Yaakov says that we that we don't appoint an apotropus, and you have you paying for the muad. So that's what we understand. In the Rabbi says there's no machloka between Rabbi Yudas and Rabbi Yaakov. Like we said in the very beginning, that you agree with Rabbi Yehuda on the Shmura Pachutah, that you agree with Rabbi Yehuda on the side of the Talmud, and you agree with Rabbi Yehuda that you do pay the half. So there we would have paid out of the Tam. So he says, why did we say that the Gemara is discussing a Muad? Are the Mokra a Muad? Nukma Batam. Everybody got it? And then we could say, why is it a Tam? Because there's no Machloket. Rabbi Yaakov agrees with Rabbi Yehuda that the side of the Talmud, the Tam portion states. He agrees with Rabbi Yehuda that with regards to the Shmura, it was good enough. And he agrees with Chachamim that you appoint an apotropos who can then negotiate on behalf of the, the, the plaintiff, uh, represent uh, on behalf of the Yatomim in front of the plaintiff with regards to the Tam. And you do pay Tam and we pay half the Tam. Why go and say it's a Muad? It works out beautifully if it's a Tam. Right? And he explains now, even if you say that he does, however you want to explain this, it should be a Tam. Why? It says, Either Rabbi Yudah, the Abba Deshmir Pechuta, Abba Either according to Rabbi Yudah, Rabbi Yudah says, even if he pay, if he did Shmira Pachut to the lower level Shmira, it's still good enough. You aren't expected to do high level Shmira. And, they, and right, and even, and so therefore, look at Rashi, either Rabbi Yudah, Klomar, Ik Rabbi Yudah, Sfirah, if you hold up Rabbi Yudah, Amar, Lekamal, Tam, Lo, Sagilai, Beshmira Pachuta, going to Avadah, Shmira Pachuta. If Rabbi Yudah would say, like Tarn in the Gomorrah, that Shmira Pachuta wasn't good enough, sorry, then we'd say, that's why it's Chayev, it's a Tam, and he didn't do Shmira at all. So he's chayv on the tam side. All contrary to Ben Yaakov, didn't do shmir at all. So even Rabbi Yehud Ben Yaakov, who would say that with the tam sagi lev shmir pechuta, going to lavid lev shmir klal. Watch out with the chiddush of Yaakov. Look at the fourth lines of Rashi. The chiddush is the ma'amidin apetropos letam that you do appoint apetropos for a tam, and therefore there is a challenge on the tam. And this is why he said Chatsi Nezek and he didn't say Chayib. Remember, that was our big question yesterday. Why did he say you Chayib in Chatsi, that you, that, that you pay Chatsi Nezek and you didn't say Chayib? Chayib would have been understood. Whatever the ox is, you Chayib. He said, no, you only pay Chatsi Nezek. Why? The Lord Tanner of Yaakov Mechayib Stammer. Why didn't he say Stam? The Lord Tanner said, we shouldn't deduce from that word Chayib for Muad. Can we be speaking about a Muad? And the kula nezek and you got to pay everything, but and therefore, right? About betam afilu palganis kenami lo dein ma midin, and you would have come to the conclusion that we're not discussing a muad, and even with a tam, you wouldn't pay anything. Why? Because you don't appoint an apotropos for these young guys or the or the or the guys that have got that. Kamashvan, you do appoint an apotropos, and you do pay chatsi nezek because of the side of the tam. Everybody got that? Is that clear? Really? Okay. Taking your word for it. Right? That is clear. Okay. Uh, uh, so it says, Now, what's the case of here of law? Amidah Shmira Klal. If you at least took a bit of precautions, Peturim. 
In other words, you aren't expected to fence your ox in in a wall that would stand a gale wind. You expect to lock your ox in in a wall that would, uh, would sustain a regular wind. And therefore, if you did that, you patur. So, firstly, it's important to understand that when we say that you chayev for muad, right, nezek shalem, it seemed that you chayev nezek shalem only if you didn't take precautions. If you took precautions and the wall collapsed at night, even though it was a muad, you aren't chayev. Okay? Because you weren't negligent. So there was all it would seem like it was honest. And all as you part to. So says, Gwen, I want to clarify. Question what? So you're trying to tell me that Rabbi Yaakov tells that the time you come from the gufo? Right? So now this is the discussion taking place over here between Ravina. Remember, it was Ravina, it was Amalei Rav Akhabarabai Ravina. So up until now, Rabbi, he said, this is the whole thing he says, Bishlom and Abaya, this is all talking to Rabbi Achabar Yaakov. So Ravina says to him, to Rabbi Achabar Yaakov, Amalei, Hachik Amar, Chadadit Beitarte Tame, it's one act which has got two different reasons. Look at Rashi. Amalei, Chadadit Beitarte Tame, Hoyo, the Shri Lele Rava, the law plague of Yaakov, Rabbi, Rabbi Bukhulu, since going to Rava, there isn't a machlo between them on everything. So Shri Lehachi, this is the Olehachi, Ukme Rabbi, Bemuad, Bishmir Pachut, that's why he said it's a Muad, because the question was, why are they making a Muad? So it's a Tam. So he says, no, he says, that's the reason why Rabbi said it's a Muad. And we talk about a Shmir Pachuta, the Tishma Mina, to learn from that, Titl Rabbi Yaakov, Krabi Yuda, that Rabbi Yaakov holds like Rabbi Yuda, the Sagila, the Tzad, Muadit, Bishmir Pachut, that's good enough to have Shmir Pachut even when it comes to a Muad. And that it's, it always remains a tam. So therefore, comes along Rabbi, uh, 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 and, and he says like this. And the tam side, you actually have to have a higher level of shmira for a tam. So for the muad, the shmira pachuta was good enough. For the time he a high level of, of, of Shmira, and he was only Shmira Pachuta for the time he's still Chayev. So that's the whole Chilush over here. Then that's why, if it was a Muad, you pay, but you only pay for the time portion. Because as a Muad, when you had a lower level, in other words, normal protection for the fence, that was enough to save you for the Muad, from the extra, the Tosef, the extra 50%. But for the first, for the time, you're always responsible. Whatever happens, right? So that's answer. And the Ravina says, like, I'm a Rashut Mishnah, and Ravina says, no. The difference over here is the Rashut Mishnah. What is the Rashut? The Rashut Mishnah, where the Rashut changes it, doesn't change it. This is another answer of Ravina. Kagon, to have a Muad, it was a Muad to begin with. And then the Cheresh, sorry, hearing, or the Shota became functional, or the kid, or Hitler Katan. Ravina says, always stays in his place. And Rabbi Yaakov says, no, Sarah should be shining. So if he stays in his place, he'll say that it's stayed a muad. And Yaakov says, no, once the guy becomes a pikeach, it now becomes a tam. That's a simple answer. And that's why it's only pechatzi nezek. Okay? So that is really the end of the sugi from yesterday. The glory brings another bright in our tarabana. Apotropos, meshavim in aliyah, v'em meshavim in kofi. The Abu we saw yesterday, machloket, do we appoint in apotropos, do we appoint in apotropos? We concluded that we looks like we do appoint an apotropos. So now once you've got the apotropos, the apotropos pays mina aliyah, right? Even if he's got to pay more than the value of the ox. 
Okay? Look at Rashi over here. The damage is. But he doesn't pay kofir. What's kofir? What's kofir? When do we pay kofir? Somebody, when will we pay kofir? He kills somebody. If he kills somebody, correct. Look at Rashi. So if the apotropos, apotropos for a kid, the apotropos will pay the damages, full damages. And remember, we'll see he'll claim it back later when the kids grow up. But he doesn't pay kofir. So man tana. So Gemara says now, why, who's the Tana that says Kufra Kapara? Vyak may labane kapara, you know? So the Gemara understands over here, why do we pay kapara, a kofir? Because what is the kofir? Kofir is kapara. Kapara you pay when you make a sin. You've got to pay kapara. In other words, you should have been the guy killed, but you're paying money. Because you're, and, 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 and kids over here are labane kapara. Who's the Tana who says that? So So it seems like this is the reason why. The, 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 that there's no kofir here for the apotropos because it was paid on behalf of people who aren't chayv in kapara to begin with. The tanya v'natal pidyon nafshod demein nizak. Right? The machlok that we have brighter is when we say v'natal pidyon nafshod the pasuk says but he's representing the minor. The agent is never the agent's not a you know when we say ein shaliach davar avera so there if you if, if you pay a guy to go kill somebody so he's the guy who gets his chavmita, the assassin. Because we say, right? you can't be a, 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 an agent to fulfill an Aveira. So there, the guy who does the Aveira, he's the Aveira. But yeah, the apotropos is Mamas just an agent. And he has not an Aveira. So it's not like his ox gored. I mean, it's not like he went to gored. But he's got responsibility only to carry out the, to, to serve the responsibilities of his client, so to speak. He hasn't got his own responsibility. It isn't an inherent responsibility in the apotropos. The apotropos, because the, the, the kids, the minors, or the cherish, the shota, haven't got diet and can't come to court and act in court, and because damages were done, and because we want society to function, so we said it's appointed a, a person who is able to come to court and represent them on their behalf. But he isn't the person who's liable. So he can only be responsible in, it's almost like a dayo. Now we've got a dayo, we want to cover Homer, we say that the, 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 the punishment for the dayo can't be greater than the source we are learning it from. So the same idea. The apotropist can't be more responsible than his clients. Unless the apotropist had the ox in his possession beforehand. Then we would say it's no longer the kids who are responsible. He was entrusted with the ox. And now it's his responsibility. That's not the case over here. The case here is that there were kids, or there was a cheresh or a shota, and their ox went wild. And now the question is, what do we do? So now the Chachamim say, we now go and appoint an apotropos who comes to court to represent the kids. You understand? He was never responsible for the guarding of that ox to begin with. Because if it was, he'd be responsible. He'd be like a, a shomer. And we've never said anywhere that the apotropos is the shomer. So therefore, he, but he's not getting away with anything. The guy wasn't around when the ox killed. And now the courts want to appoint somebody who can represent this guy to come to court to look after the interests of the, of the kid. So he's not getting away with anything. He wasn't in the picture when the, kill, when the killing took place. So he's not responsible. You only say a guy's getting away with murder if he was responsible. The apotropos didn't exist prior to the act. Only after this guy's been killed and there's an ox now who's got to be taken to Beitin. 
And the Chavah said, what can we do? Who do we, who's going to come and... We can't call the ox to bait in. The ox has to be represented by a person who's got diet, who can function, who can represent the ox's interest or the interest of the owners of the ox in bait in. Because don't forget, it's going to be a court case. And the owners of the ox are going to say, what do you mean? It wasn't me. It was you. You crawled, oh, you crawled under, the, under the wall and you came into my house and you shouldn't have been there in the first place. I never invited you. And the fact that my ox called you, you were responsible. If the guy's alive and he's just causing damages. And the, and the guy's being caught saying, what are you talking about? I was walking past, minding my own business, and your ox came out charging at me, and you have my witnesses. And this guy says, brings other witnesses. No, it's not true. My ox is inside my yard. It's not just a guy's arrive in court and say, yes, my ox, kill him. Right? Let's, let's try and put in our minds the scenario here that there's a war now between the victim, right, and the owners of the ox. He doesn't want to lose his ox. They're going to kill his ox. He's got an ox that's worth $10,000. They're going to kill him. He's going to fight for that ox. So now the Chamim say, who's going to fight on behalf of the ox? Even today in the world, right? When a guy commits murder and he can't afford to, appoint to, uh, to pay for a lawyer. So you've got the public defender that goes and defends him. We don't say just to kill the guy because he hasn't got a lawyer. We, taxpayers, we go and pay to help defend a murderer. Right, so the same thing over here. This ox killed. What, Robert? What? I said alleged murderer. Alleg exactly. An alleged murderer, right? So until he, but, but even when he was the type, wait, one second, but you agree, I agree with you as an alleged murderer. But even if the guy's found guilty, right? We don't get our money back, the taxpayers. We, don't, we happen to pay while he was an alleged murderer because. Yeah, what? I said, that's a good idea. Yeah, okay, but I'm saying, you know, we don't say we're only prepared to defend an alleged murder because he might be innocent. And once he was found guilty, we don't want to pay. We pay. So that's exactly what the Chamim are doing over here. So they appoint the Apotropos, and now what we're saying is that the Apotropos, but remember, Selwyn, there's a little bit of difference here between this and the public defender because the public defender never has to dip his hands into his pocket. Here the Apotropos, if the ox is found to be guilty and there was damages to be paid, the apotropist at the moment can't go and sell assets of the kids. He's got to pay out of his own pocket and then fight to them afterwards to get their money when they're grown up. Why you'd want to become an apotropist, I still don't understand. Right? That to me is mind-boggling. Who would want to be the apotropist? But so what the, what, the, what the bride is saying is that we expect the apotropist, once he accepts the job, to dip his hand into his pocket to pay Nezek. But there's no coffee. Why? Because the kid or the cherish or the shorter isn't high for coffee to begin with because they, they, they haven't got da'at, so there's no kapara. Okay? So, like you said the other day, Okay, agreed, agreed, agreed. But I'm saying there's still, he only has to take the chance and lay out what we can expect to be paid. So the guy, damages were paid. So damages the guy's got to get because at the end of the day, there was an injured party over here. So why should he suffer? So just why should he suffer damages because it was a kid's ox? Right? Okay. Yeah, indemnity like all trustees get. Yeah, so, we, so that's what we said the other day. We said that oh, well, there has to be some structure in place over here that the Petropolis will eventually get his money back, right? I'm assuming there's not... Why can't he take the money out of the, out of the kids at the time? But we said yesterday that we only sell, and we said Rabbi Kiva as well, you only sell assets of a child under two circumstances at Rabbi Akiva. 
either if the father had, had a contract of an interest uh, bearing debt where the interest was eating up the estate, or there was a ketubah owed to a woman and they hadn't given a ketubah yet and they were having to support yeah, it. No, 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 there's no, that, that, that's it. That's Chachamim, looks like, that's how they look after your Tommy. That's what we said, we saw that, I think it was about Labat wasn't it? If they've, got, if they've got plenty money, and, and they can afford to pay the girl. Well, they, if, if they want to, if, if the, if, but there's nobody who's got darts, who's going to take the money from them? You know, we don't make rules in, in, in Aloha for people who are rich, people who are poor. Your Tommy has to be looked after. Maybe they got plenty of money now, but who knows what will happen? Maybe they've got big, big, I don't know, fields and they'll be flooded, or maybe they've got lots of animals and they'll die. So at the moment they've got lots of money. But anyhow, that's, 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 that's the story. I, I, I understand what you say, but, but that's the halacha. So now, we, we, we stuck with so the, the, the bottom line is, Eim Shalmim Kofi. So the Gemara wants to understand who's the Tanu who say Eim Shalmim Kofi, because it seems like you're a Kofi, you don't pay, right? So he says, who says, mazik. So the pasuk says, "Natan pidyon nafsho." The pasuk in kofir you shut alav. The Tukhavit word you shut. The words if kofir is put on him, and I don't think of, I can't think of a better English term for saying you shut, but he's delegated to him on him. Kachol Hashem you shut alav. Right. So it's when there's somebody who's got to pay kofir, but the question now is: Is the kofir is it the the, the maziks? Value over here, or the Nizak's value over here, whatever you pay. I think Kofi is a standard Shloshim Shekel. Maybe that's for an Evet. I'm not sure. Somebody help me there. I'm not sure what that is. So I thought it was Rabbi Shmuel, not sure what I'm saying. The Maimazik. My love, Mark, isn't this the Machloket? Rabbi Nansa, Rabbi Kufi Mamonu. The one says that Kofi is Mamon. Rabbi Shmuel, not sure what says, no, Kofi is Kapara. So now the question is, is it Mamon or is it Kapara? Okay? So look at the Gemara. Says Amar Papa. So Papa says no, no, no. Everybody agrees Kufri is Kapara. Now it says Mamon. So what's the machlok here between the two? The machlok is the Rabbanan Sarek Keniz Bedenizak Shaminan. We do we 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 appraise the value of the Nizak, right? And the Rabbi Shmuel Baruch says Baruch says but the Mazik Shaminan. Rashi says yeah, but the Nizak Shaminan, but Gufo Shomait, Ubahachi Bechaper Mazik. So we we see what the value of the dead person was. And then the mazik will pay. Or we go according to the mazik. Now, now you know that in, in, with Erechin, for example, we've got objective values of a person different age. You know, like a kid, a young kid, up to 20 pays so-so, and a woman pays less, etc. Or we've got to actually see if the, if the mazik, what he would be worth in the slave market, or the nizak, what he'd be worth in the slave market. Maybe if the mazik was more, he'd pay more, if the nizak was more, etc. So the says, my time, now watch our Banan's reason over here, that we go after the nizak. Nemra, because it says over there, right? Shita, that's what you shut. The matter of Shita Lamala. It was Xavier Shavi, Avala Mid Nizak, Afkamina, the Torah speaking about Nizak, he will say, Kofi, you shut Allah. So what's your Mishmab and Obechim's reason? He says, You've got to pay Pidyon for your Nafsho. In other words, the Mazik should have been killed over here. So he's doing peace, he's redeeming his soul. So I guess Rabbana and the Rabbana say, Agreed, we agree that the pastor that's Pidyon Nafsho, we agree on all that. However, me, Kishamina, we don't argue that you be paying Kapara for his Nashama. But our argument is who do, who, who's the value of the money over? He says, all very nice there, but we still go off the Nizak, because it makes sense, the Nizak was killed. So now, it seems over here that it's Kapara, it's Kupra Nafsha, it's Pidjo Nafsho, and therefore the Katanim aren't in the picture of Kupra Nafsho, because they don't have to pay Kapara, because they didn't do anything, they, they aren't by dart, they'll do this in the first place. Okay, that's the end of the sugya. On a related sugya, the Gemara is a story. We saw a similar story 
in Eruvin. It was like a mashab mashbach le Rav and Rav Nachman with Rav Achabar Yaakov. Rav Rav praised to Rav Nachman about Rav Achabar Yaakov, what a great guy he was. The Adam Garlu. So Amale, so Rav Nachman got excited about this, and he says to Rav, when Kishiavol Etidach, if he ever comes over to you, Rav Achabar Yaakov, right? Have you liadi kiatel? Right? Bring him over to me. Have a chat. So Kiatel Gabe, when he came to Rav, Amale, so Rav brought him over to Rav Nachman. And he brings Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman says to him, buy me nine mil. You know what? Ask me a question. I hear you're a clever guy. Ask me a question. I'd like to hear a good question from a, from a, from a bright guy. So he says, buy me nine. Ask him a question. He says, two owners own a short together. They're parties in an ox. Now the ox kills. And now they've got to pay coffee. Not neither aren't kids. They've got to pay coffee. So how do they pay the coffee? Right, look at Rashi over here. Kaitha Mishlam in Kofi, the partners, remember? The Bishlam and Nizikin, high Palga, Mishlam, high Palga. When it comes to damages, it's easy to understand. They each split the damages between them. The Hezekah, the Nizak, Kapitrachman, the Torah only cares about the Nez, that the Nizak gets, gets his damages. The high Matilay, Nezak Sharem, in the end they pay him the Nezak Sharem together. Let's assume it's a Batamua. About Kufra, but when it comes to Kapara, the Kapara is the Maziku. We said it's the Mazik. Now, the Tarbayu, Kaparabayu, each one of them has to pay Kapara. Each one of them's ox killed somebody. They aren't partners in the Kapara. Each one has got 100% Kapara on the guy being killed. A guy's ox killed the Kapara. Are we partners? Doesn't matter. It was, it was his ox. So, what do we do now? Do they split the Kapara? Is there half Kapara? Right? And that's right. Kofir, Lo Mikhbar. If you pay 50% kapara, you only paid 50% kapara, are you, have, you, have you paid kapara? That's his question to Rav Nachman. How do we do it with the kapara? So now he explains, look back in the Gemara. Meshalem high kofir, high kofir. If they each pay kofir, maybe it's too much. Kofir echara barachman, have lost their kofarin. It's only going to pay kapara once and not twice. High chati kofir, high chati kofir. If they each got to pay, if they each pay half, half, but they each had to pay half, the Torah wants a full kapara. Right? So in the meantime, Adiyati Vakamayan ba. Now in the meantime, Rav Nachman, what do you think of the answer to answer to him, right? I'm going to ask him another question. He says, you know what, Rav Nachman, why are you thinking? Let me ask another question. He says, nah, we learned in the Mishnah. According to Mishnah, we'll see it in a couple of daf, in the kafbet. Chayva Erkin. Now, when people owe Erechin, they made a, cup, a, a nedir to pay their Erechin to the, to the Bet HaMikdash. So it says, The Chacham, look at Rashi, the Gizbar Hektesh, the Chevent the Lavle Kapar Ati, Mashilai. The Gizbar doesn't wait for you to pay your Erechin. They come and they take a Mashkante from you. Why? Look at Rashi, says, why? Because since it's not Kapara, what's Erechin? If you've got a Korban Chatat, so you know that the quicker you do that Korban Chatat, the quicker you got your Kapara. If you owe money for a kapara, you're going to want to run and pay your kapara. You no one wants to live with this kapara over there. They haven't paid kapara. But uh, Erechin was a donation. Some guys don't rush to pay their donations. Right? They make an aliyah to get an aliyah shul. They make on the bima, I don't know, 180 chai, and they go home. And they, and they, so they made donations, you know, and then you've got to wait till the shul sends you a letter. If they do, don't the shul send letters or whatever the case is, or chase you up for your donations. No, donations are nice. But, uh, you know, it's not kapara. Why rush? So that's his question. When it comes to the, the halochis, the Mishnah says, Erechim, we, we, we maskin. Why? Because you're not going to rush. Why not? 
says the Rashi Aviyah, the Chayvan the Chaprei Chatei Kabayla. He needs it because of his sin. Lo Mashlech, the guy's not going to wait around, so we don't have to worry. So the question now is Chayvei Kofrin Mai. What about the Kapara here of this dead animal? Mekeva the what? To the Bara Mikdash. Oh, to the to the Nizak. To the to the to the family, to the to the to the to the to the estate, to the family, to the heirs, yeah. She says, we are now chayve kofrin mai. What about the kofrin now to this guy? Kevin de kaparu kechatat vasham dami mechamer chamir ira beivlo bai mishkune. Since it's like kaparu to the bed of mikdash, since the guy wants to make kaparu, he's not going to wait and not going to and going to going to you know. Uh, uh, what's the word? Uh, I forgot to say like, like hang around. So you have to mashkin him because you choose to get a pay. Or Dilma, maybe not. Kevin de la Chabre, who did buy me at Ville. Since he's not, he's not giving it to the Belamita, he's giving it to a friend, to another guy. So he treats it like Mammon. Velo de Gavo is not going to the Belamigdash. Velo Chabre doesn't seem like it's so serious to him. Who buy Mishkune, maybe he will a tether and not rush to pay, and therefore you should mortgage it. In Ami, on the other hand, maybe again, Kevin de Hulo Chata. He seems to think to himself, Aronson, my mother who does, he goes, my ox had killed him. So you know what I mean? Maybe it's not such a big deal. Lo Chamiyotet, not such a big deal. And therefore, we definitely need a Mishkon. So this is the second question that, uh, that, uh, that, uh, that, uh, that Rav Achim Yaakov asked Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman says, let's answer the first question. Says Rav Nachman, Amalei Shavkan, go, 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 go. Istager Bekamaita. Look at Rashi, who's Garti Elamti I'm still busy locked up in the first one. Now, just out of interest, I saw, I didn't actually see the answer, but there are some Akronim who want to say this is the same question, really. Right, you know, it's two of the same questions, or there's some connection between them, right? It's the bottom line is, uh, you can read up on that. There's, there's, we don't have time to go into all of this over here now. Okay. New Brighter, Shalu Becheskatam Shalu. So, God borrows an ox. On the chazoka, that it's a tam. Therefore, he understands that if he's going to be responsible for this ox, he's going to be, have to pay half damages. Venim tzabur, turns out it's a muad. Right? Turns out it's a muad. Look at Rashi. And then, vehizik mebait shoil. And in the end, it caused damages in the shoil's house. So the halocha is, the bali meshalim chetzinezek, veshoil meshalim chetzinezek. They split the damages. Look at Rashi. The nitutu de tam because however you look at it, the borrower, when he borrowed this ox, he did acknowledge that he would have to at the least be responsible for the tam, right? Since the owner didn't tell him that it was a full muad, he's going to have to pay, the, he'll, they'll, they'll share the half the responsibility. So that's the first case. Second case, right? It was a tam when he got it. And it became a muad in the, in the, in the borrower's possession. He did say he borrowed it for a week, and in those three days, in those weeks, it gone three times. So now, sure, then he returned it to the Bali, and now it's in the Bali's possession. Rashi says, It only caused damages now once it was in the Bali's possession. So yeah, Bali, Nashalim, Chatsi, Nezek, Vashua, Patro, Miklum. Right? The word's going to say, Isn't a bit of a steer between the two, right? Because now the Bali pay half the damages. And the shoal is patu covered in the other half. When the other way around, the shoal paid half and he paid half. Here the shoal pays off and he's patu. So Amar Now the Gemara starts discussing this brighter. Everybody got the two cases? 
Case number one, the guy borrowed a short tum, and it turns out to be a short muad, and we said they split the damages. The second case was he borrowed a short tum, it became a muad in his possession while he had it, he gives it back to the balim, and now it damages as a short muad, the balim pay half, and the, the guy who borrowed it to in his possession became a muad, he's patru completely. Anybody want to quickly take a th- What? Learn that if you, if you get a change of jurisdiction, okay, you so I was going to right. So, 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 so the Gemara asks and brings the Rasha. Assuming that on the understanding it was a tam, and it turned out to be a muad, the body pay half and the short pays half. So the Gemara says, Vamai, why? Lamelei, Torah Shaili, Arya, Law Shaili. Why is the, the borrower even accepting half? The borrower said to the lender, I didn't borrow, I didn't borrow a, a lion from you, I borrowed an ox. And you gave me a lion. I wasn't prepared for a lion. A wild ox, right? Look at Rashi. Ari lo sheli netruta da ari lo kibal. I never took upon myself to look after a lion. To eat tam avale avenagach. Lo avenagach. If it was a tam, would have been good. So Amar Rav Hach. So Amar Rav. Rav says Hach with three words. Whatever. Yeah. She kirbo shu nagach. He says no. You can't argue about that. Even though you thought it was a tam, you knew this was an ox. It was a dangerous ox. You never thought you were getting a mouse, right? That's 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 still. But now why can't the borrower say to the owners? But okay, so fair enough. I knew that it was a, a, a bit of a wild animal over here. But I, but it, I still expected it to be a tam, not a muad. So my, if, if it was going to go, I'd just pay half. I wouldn't have to pay the whole amount. So they say to you, no, because Mishun Dhamma, they say to you, what do you care? Soft, soft, eat tam, have a However, the case, even if it was a tam, you knew you have to pay half. Hashtadami, zil shalim palganiska. We're only asking you to pay half. So what are you complaining about? Everybody clear, right? No one asked you to pay more. She says, no. The name like stays to him. Eat time. If it was a time, I would, I, would have had, I would have been able to pay out of the ox. Now it's your ox. I've got to pay out of my own pocket. So he said, I don't understand. The owner said back to him. Even if you had been able to use the ox and paid out of the ox, you still would have compensated me for half. Because at the end of the day, I'm only responsible for half. So even if you had used the ox and sold the ox, uh, right? The bottom line is, it's my ox. You'd have to pay me back. So if it, uh, if maybe, if maybe if the ox covered the whole amount, uh, it would have been good enough. I don't know. That's, uh, that's a bit of a question, right? But assume the ox wouldn't have covered the whole amount. So the name Malay, so the owners could still say to him, so, so, sorry, so the, 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 the borrower could still say to the owners, Im tamava, modinu mafterina, but what is it? It was a tam. Remember, we said that the, that the 50% nezik, the chati nezik for a tam, is a knas, remember? And what do we know? We look at Rashi, the pagat nezka knasu, whatever knas patur. If you, if you admit, if you own up quickly before you pay the knas, you patur from the knas if you, take, if you, absorb, absorb, if you acknowledge responsibility. So then, so the, 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 the borrower said, listen, if it was a tam, I could quickly, before anybody did it, before baiting got involved, before the owner said, listen, listen, it was my ox, it was my ox. And then they gorge your ox, and then I'm patur. 
Right? So, and, and 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 says says the Gemara that this 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 bar has got an argument because even if fifty percent, if we're saying that the pal is not a knas, it's mamon, we still namele tamu have a I could have quickly taken it and run it hidden in the hidden father in the in the in the in the dams and hidden it from the guy because if it's a tam, remember you can only claim the money out of the ox and now the ox is missing. Right. Now there's a Tosfat over here. I know we're running out of time, but I want to quickly look at this Tosfat. Look, just quickly look at this with me. The Tosfat says, Avam Arikna Leila Agma. So the second Tosfat of the Amud, he says, the Gemara says, Taiba, what my time is? What time is this? This is a Ganif. Tosfat says, what sort of argument is that? I would hit the ox away. So, Imkaina, Yao says, Look, it didn't say Tosfat, that's not Din. So the Gemara says, Listen to this. Maybe it would even be a little bit acceptable. Well, I look, he says, if Bishlam and Rabbi Rabbi Shmael, Rabbi Akiva, right? What Rabbi Shmael say? Bishlam and Rabbi Shmael, the Amar Balchov Ninu. He doesn't actually, the, the damaged party doesn't own anything in the ox, not a partner, he's a creditor. Right? So, Nicha Ketzat, what? He can remember to have a Achal Nelehatam, it's eaten there, or Mazalu, it was sold already, but Lava Elo Kamazik, Shiloshakaro Patu. But we learned the other day that if you damage a person's guarantee, so you Patu, so at the worst, this guy, the, the, the Nizak had a mortgage, so to speak, a lien over the ox, and all he did really was, was damage the lien by setting it, or, or, or having it eaten up, or, or being destroyed in the, in the field, and therefore he lost the, 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 the shibut. But I'd be a kid with Amar Shutmi, but if I'm accused their partners, yeah, the Marik, if he had hidden it away, I had Gozlo Shorah Nizak, he'd be stealing the shore from the damaged party. But the baiting, Yenadu, in Lo Yishlam, baiting for him to Chayrim, in Lo Yishlam. He's saying, not that I wouldn't pay, but if the ox would have, it would have been a tam, and the only way to claim would have been from the actual ox itself, I could hit the ox away and negotiate it with the nizak. And brought the damages down, and the Nizak would be prepared to settle for less than Chatzin Nezek to get some money back from me. And therefore, that advantage I lost because it's a Muad. Okay, that's that's that also explains it. Let's go back to Agni. You could have said, let the court take it back, give it back to the owner. The court would seize the ox, and then then you wouldn't have anything. If it was a tum. That's, if it's a wife, why is it a muad? Was in his possession. He's got it. He's the, he's the guy, right? At the end of the day, was under, when he borrowed the ox from the... Uh, from the, but does it matter? So, and, and the court sits from the owner. Why does it make the, the nizak, the, the, the shoel patu? He, the shoel's chayev. It was in his possession. He was responsible for the ox. Why would just because I if I use your if, but doesn't matter they still the, the, the owner was still responsible yeah the Tosfa just said you're not doing they put him to Chayra and pay his money well you don't just suddenly become absolved of responsibility because you gave the you, a guy steals a gun from somebody uses the gun shoots somebody kills him gives the gun back to the guy he stole it from and says it's your gun not me why is it different. But it doesn't matter. So he borrowed a gun from a guy and he shot the guy with a borrowed gun and he goes, he gives the gun back to the guy and says, not my gun, his gun, yeah, you go, go to jail. Why? He borrowed an ox and why he had the ox, the ox killed somebody. It's, it's 
Why? Why is he not responsible? So the the, the halacha is responsible only for only for half. Why? Because when he took it, he thought that it was a he thought it was a, he thought it was a, a tam. And even if it was a tam, he would have been responsible for half. So why is he not responsible anymore? Because he gives it back. So he's trying to argue and say, no, if it was a time I could have done, oh, folly stick him, I could have negotiated, and I would have had to pay the half, but now I've got to pay the full half. So I don't want to pay the full half. That's what we're up to at the moment. So he says, yes, the Gemara says, no. We're talking about the active in for tough. So the Gemara says, no, really, what happens is over here, look, so and this is almost in line with what you wanted to say, but he says, why is the whole argument weakened? Because... The baiting already took the ox. So the nizak, the, the, the borrower, hasn't really got such argue leverage over the owner anymore. He can't say, had you not told me, I could have hit it in the way. You couldn't have hit it in the way because before you had any say in the fact, before you even knew what was happening, baiting had grabbed it. So you lost your argument. You can't now go and hide it away. And you can't say that it ran away. And you can't do anything. Right? So therefore, the, the shoyal hasn't really got a leg to stand on. So the Gemara says, Iachi, Bailin, Hashem, so now if that's the case, so why the Bailin even paying half damages? The Gemara is using it the other way around. If you wanted to say, give it to Beitin and don't pay anything, the Gemara is saying, now that Beitin's got it, the Shoal should pay everything. Why is the owners even paying anything? Because the, the, the Shoal's got no argument anymore. It's gone. Right? So why are they paying anything? Name a lay, why don't they say to the Shoal, to the borrower, at first day, Leturai be day man, the Lord Matinish, you had dinner by day. On the contrary, now that baiting of God, and we can't even argue. We could have had some sort of negotiating power with the, with the Nizak if you hadn't been negligent in that baiting happened. So the says, No, what would the Shoel answer? The Shoel could say to the owners, Even if I've given it back to you, they would take it away from you. So what's the difference? Who's got it? So the, so, so, so the owner said to the shoyal, the name Malay, we could have hidden it away if we had it. <laughs> right? We could have hidden it away. So, and then we go back to the same question when he said he could have hidden it away. Then we got the Tosfa explaining, maybe what they would have had negotiating power. So the shoyal would say to them, doesn't make it, I'm a I'm an honest guy. And love me, Alia, have me, me. Right? And, what, and what's the difference? It's a muad. So you're going to pay from, the, from, from, from your ma'alia anyhow. Even if you hit it in the ox, it wouldn't have helped you because you're not paying from the ox. And if it was a tongue, you pay from the ox. Since it's a mu'ad, you don't pay from the ox. So hiding the ox, it wouldn't help you. Correct? Right? So the Gemara says, like, that's only honey, chaychad de'it le'nichsa. You're right if the ba'alim had other nechasim. But chaychad de'it le'nichsa, if all they own is the ox, so then maybe the ox would have been a good negotiation even for the mu'ad. You would have said, look, we've got no money. We can only pay out of the ox. And the ox is gone. So he says, no. Another answer, Right? He says, it wouldn't have helped anyhow. Why? Because at the end of the day, the shoal says, I couldn't have hidden the ox away. I couldn't have given it to you. I let Baitin take it. Because the bottom line is, just like I owe you and I mortgage to you, so to speak, because I borrowed the ox, I've got a little responsibility. This ox is mortgaged to the Nizak as well. And therefore... It's case like they said, I owe you money and you owe the Nizak money. So what's the difference? I can just give it straight to the Nizak. And he quite says, like he says, where did they from it, Rabbi Nathan? They tell Rabbi Nathan, oh man, it's a great psachim, and he gets to him, 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 and he gets to
מנהי לנושה וחבר מני וחבר וחברו, מנהי שמוצאים מזה ויודעים מזה. Are you money? You are he money. He can just come straight to me and take the money. Doesn't have to go to you. Tell you not Talmud Lomar. Venatan l'asher Hashem lo. You give it to the guy where the Hashem is, where Hashem lo. And that's the word learned from the pasuk. We learned that in there, and therefore says the the the, the shoel. I couldn't have helped it at all. Bottom line is, you are, the money would have had to come from you originally, and therefore it came from you. And now the, the moed, the, the owner, will have some sort of claim against the shoel for the half damages anyhow. Everybody with me? We good? Okay, let's go. Now the second part of the Mishnah. Oh, we're going to finish this stuff today. Wow. We got, this we got. Now the second case in the Brighton, the say the safer. It became a moed in the shoel's house. He gave back to his baalim. The baalim saw the and the shoel put him in kum. He's part of everything. The moed the safer shook b'shani. See, I still, that's what you said at the beginning. Right? The safer is Yushut Mashani. In fact, it's gone back to the Baalim now. It seems like the shoals off the hook. And but Raisha, Rushut Ana Mashani. In the Raisha, when it went from the shoal, from the owners to the shoal, it didn't stop being a, a, a muad. Right? So Amar Yochanan Tavra says, you're right, Kashia. So it seems like Mishanazul or Shanazul, they're different Tanai. That's what the first answer is. That's what Rabbi Yochanan says. Rabbi says no. It's, in both cases, it's not because of Rishul Mishani. How come in the second case, the Baalim pay half and the, and the, and the Shoah pays nothing? Because at the end of the day, the Baalim say to the Shoah, You can't make my ox into a Muad. In other words, the owners say to the, to the Shoah, I don't acknowledge the fact that it was a Muad. I gave it to you as a tum, and as far as I'm concerned, my ox had a tum, and you can't turn my ox into a muad. So therefore, we're only paying half damages. Because if it's a muad, and it's the owners who've got a back down, a gourd on their guard, they will actually they'll lose their whole ox. Well, they're going to go and find money from outside. So they've got an interest in the ox remaining a tum, even if it means that the shark is off the hook. Because that's how the damages are a million dollars, and the, and, and, and the ox is worth, I don't know, a thousand dollars. So they're happy to pay $500 and they have to start running around setting their house. That's what he says. Right, Papa says, no, Papa says another answer. He says, me the safer Rishut Meshane, Rishut we say in both cases Rishut Meshane. And so what's the, how come in the Rishut Meshane, this is why they share the, 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 the damages. Mishum the kol makom sheholech shame ba'alavalav. So he says, no, you're right, that the Rishut is Meshane, and therefore, it, it should have become a, a tam in the in the in the uh, in the uh, in the shoals possession. So why are they paying full damage and they're splitting half half? Because at the end of the day, even when they lend the shoal the ox, everyone knows it's still the owner's ox. And therefore, even though it is Rashut Mishane, I'm not 100 percent sure why 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 this works. Because it seems that even though Shut Bashani, everyone knows who it was, the owners. They know that, that this ox was, was, was a Muad ox. So therefore, the Rishut Shut Bashani, but the name of the owner's ox seems to stay on him. And therefore, he still has that higher level sense of Akhrat. I think we have to end off over here. <laughs>